0: I keep hearing the Lord say in worship, what you cannot do for yourself, I will now do for you. I keep hearing it over and over. He said, no more of bondage will my church be in. He says, I'm bringing the church out of the church. No more are you going to wander in the desert. I'm going to bring you to a place into Canaan. Wow. Keep hearing it. What you can't do, I'm going to do for you. There's some things that I can't seem to move on my own. How about you? I always love it. Am I the only one? Y'all got things that you can't seem to move? Your testimony hit me. There's things that I can't move, God. He said, just wait on me a little bit longer. Wait on me. You know, last Tuesday a week ago, pull that down just a little bit, Carl, just a little bit. It was a testimony given, and I, and I said, "When things are just coming at you from every direction, every direction, and you just feel it, just, uh, just hitting you, hitting you, hitting you, hitting you, hitting you." I said, "But it's all around you, but it's not in you." And then a testimony came forth. She said, "Yeah, I get that for a week, but what if it's been years? I can't get it out of my head." That testimony has prompted my message tonight. It's really prompted my message. Because sometimes, I want you to listen. Sometimes God gives you a victory in five minutes. Sometimes it might be five hours. Sometimes five days. Five months. Sometimes it might be five years. But He still is, I am. He still will do what He said He will do. I want to show you something. I got... Three scriptures here, and then I've got, I want to go into a whole story of what God took Joseph through. All right? Y'all ready? Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. I give you praise, honor, and glory in this place. Lord, I thank You, Lord, for Your presence. I thank You, God, that You go before me. Lord, I thank You that nothing comes out of my mouth, only what edifies this body, only what builds faith in this body, Lord. I thank You and I give You all the praise in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Carl, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. I love that woman right there. She gets me. She really does get me. Thank you, Father. Acts 14, 21 through 23. Acts 14, 21 through 23. And when they had preached the gospel to the city and made many disciples, y'all disciples, they returned to Lystra, Iconium, and Antioch, strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in faith and saying, we must through many tribulations enter into the kingdom of God. So when they had appointed elders in every church and prayed with fasting there's a lot of instruction in this verse. Yes. They commended them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Now, let me back up. We must through what? Many. Here's the word. Put parentheses, circle it, underline it, underscore whatever you do. Many tribulations enter to the kingdom of God. It is a mindset. See, we will suffer. There will come suffering. But wait. He said he'd never leave you nor forsake you. He even went as far as to say that your seed would not be on the street begging for bread. Amen. Give me Hebrews 13:5 through 6. Let your conduct be without covetousness be content with such things as you have as you have for he himself has said i will never leave you nor forsake you so we may boldly say the lord is my helper i will not fear what can man do to me. He said he wouldn't leave me nor forsake me. How many of us have cried out in the middle of the battle, in the middle of the trial? God, where are you? Why am I going through this? What's going on? Oh, wait a minute. Somebody in the back's going, yeah, 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 me, me, me. Everybody's been there, right? Takes me to my next verse. James 1, 2 through 5. And if you've been in this ministry, you should be able to quote this right now without it even being pulled up. My brethren, my peeps, (laughs) count it all joy. Say that with me. Joy. Joy. When we fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces Patience, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perf- but perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all liberally without reproach and it will be given to him. This is exactly what happened to Yolanda. Yolanda, excuse me. That's it. God, what do I do? I can't do it anymore. And he says, hey, you need some wisdom here. Take on that spirit of forgiveness. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. I'm going through what it feels like. I'm drowning and the water's up to here. I can't breathe anymore. Count it all joy. It is a kingdom mindset when we begin to count it all joy. It's a mindset we have to take on. Amen. If we don't take on this mindset, then we stay stagnant, stale, circling in the desert for 40 years. We in order to get to the new place, this is old old stuff here. You got to be willing to leave the old place. Amen. Mindset kingdom. I'm going to count it joy. All hell is coming against me. Joy, joy, joy. 24 hour joy. Amen? It's the mindset. I'm not going to go, oh, woe is me anymore. You have a cloud of witnesses here who hold you, who carry you, who encourage you continually. Amen? Change. A mindset. Think, I'm going through hell, but I'm coming out. He's never going to leave me nor forsake me. Now, wait a minute. A lot of times we stay in our trial because of our ignorance. Number one, you better write this down. We stay in our trial because of ignorance, which is lack of knowledge. My people perish for. Come on. Or... Or our words. Amen? I'm going to be real simple. I'm just a simple guy, right? So I want you to think about this. Does everybody know? <laughs> They're smiling in the back. Yeah, you're simple. <laughs> I love it. How many of y'all are familiar with the story of Joseph in the Bible? Come on. Everybody's pretty much familiar with that. Hmm. Last night something was said and it went right with this message. Sometimes God takes you through something to get you to something. And all in the middle of it, you're you're afflicted. You feel horrible. Right? Right? I watched the Spots class going on, and man, it manifests. Oh, boy. It's manifesting everywhere. You know, and they're going, (laughs) Lee goes, okay, it's going to be okay. Calm down, calm down. She gives you 47 Bible verses to go home, and you write every one of them 10 times each, 47. Right? She gets you in the Word. So the next week, you want to go... Just a minute or so, it gets better. Why? Because the word begins to wash. The word begins to wash. Amen? But I want you to look at this. Go to Genesis 37, 1 through 5. Give me 1 through 5. Hold on. I've got a lot because I want to go through this whole process with Joseph. And I want to show you that this could be you. All right? Stand by, we're having technical difficulties. Oh my goodness. Hang on with me, I'm coming. Yes, but I have my verses highlighted. There they are. Now Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was. Oh, I left something out. I gotta stop. Sometimes you go through a trial because God's got to work something out of you. That's what I left out. Now, Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. This is the history of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers, and the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives, and Joseph brought a bad report of them to his father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all of his other children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a tunic of many colors. Hold back up. And he brought a bad report of them. Oh, Joseph's a little tattletale. Wait a minute now. Come on. I want you to think about this. Why? Joseph was only 17 years old and he was in the, he was out tending the flock with them. He brings back a bad report. Hold on now. He had to have brothers at least 35 years old because he was the youngest. He's 17. Well, that may not exactly be true because he had more than one wife, but they had to be a good bit older than him, right? And Jacob It was his favorite. So now, Joseph's got pride. Look at me in my tunic of many colors. Daddy loves me more than you. Yeah? (laughs) How many of you have seen this before? Pride is built now in in Joseph. All right. Carl, you don't have to pull all this up because I'm just going to do it for my iPad. Because he was the son of his old age, he also made him a tunic of many colors, but when his brothers saw that his father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now, I want to ask you something. How many of you have ever had issues with your family? This was family. I always liked the thing from Star Trek, space, the final frontier. Family. The final voyage. Now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. Now hold on a second. God gives Joseph a very pointed dream. Oh, I could drag up a chair and preach here for a while. Just because God gives you a dream, a message, a word, does not mean you go tell it. Mm. Because what happened? Now Joseph had a dream and they told his brothers and they hated him even more. So they said to him, please hear this dream. So Joseph said, please hear this dream I have dreamed. They were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaves arose and stood upright, and indeed your sheaves stood around, and they bowed down to my sheaf. Not something you want to tell somebody who hated you. And his brothers said to him, "Shall you indeed reign over us, or shall you indeed have dominion over us?" So they hated him even more. What so says? For his dreams, and get this and for his words. Now, Joseph couldn't leave it alone. So he has another dream. Then he had still another dream, and he told it to his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamed another dream. At this time, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars bowed down to me. He had eleven brothers. The sun and the moon was his mom and his father. So he told it to his father and his brothers and his father rebuked him and said, what is this dream you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to you before the earth? And this and his brothers envied him because, but his father kept the matter in mind. Let me tell you something, jealousy and envy, we've been learning about this continually, right? it is in full blown manifestation right now because the next thing that happens is Joseph is looking for his brothers in the field and they they see him coming from afar and it's so cool so cool and they said ah. then they said to one another look this dreamer is coming now is it just like basin it just like a bunch of guys that one annoying guy, friend, you got that's coming. You go, oh. right? They were being so typical family. How many of the family have you had to gather and then that crazy old Uncle Eddie comes? Not, <laughs> not that Eddie. Uncle Bill, he comes. And you know, it's the uncle that you have to tolerate but you don't like. And you go, oh, here he comes. Oh, my God. Put him, put him, put him at the end of the table down here, right? So they said to one another, look, this dreamer is coming. Therefore, let us now kill him. Now jealousy is manifested to rage. We've been learning about that, right? Somebody say amen. Come on, work with me. Amen. Okay, thank you. I get scared up here sometimes. Come, therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into the pit. And we shall say some wild beast has devoured him. We shall see what becomes of his dreams. And he threw him in the pit. Now hold on. This is the way the devil, how the devil works. He had him dead right then. He's in a pit. He can't get out of the pit. The devil had him. But the devil fights within himself. The Lord said this to me. The devil fights his own self. Because the next thing that happens is the spirit of greed came in. The spirit of murder was in the pit, because Joseph's now in the pit. Now the spirit of greed takes over, and Benjamin, and you know Benjamin, his only natural brother, preserved his life. Said, "Don't kill him. I don't want his blood on my hands." So they see the Ishmaelites coming, and they were traitors, myrrh and balm, and they said. Let us pull him out of the pit and sell him to them. See what happened? See greed and murder. Two devils fighting. That's pretty good, isn't it? Okay, everybody's looking at me. Good. Good. <laughs> so then they pulled him out of the pit and they sold him to the Ishmaelites who promptly take him straight down to Egypt. Now, Joseph goes from a place of plenty with his father being his, he's the favorite, he's got the cool coat on, prides out to here, everything, till he goes from the pit now to Potiphar's house. Come on. Are y'all tying us all together where I started? Okay. So now he's at Potiphar's house. Oh, but the coolest thing is, remember that thing I said that he will never leave you nor forsake you? I love this. Hang with me. This is Genesis 39. Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain of the guard, and they brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Lord was with... Joseph and he was successful a successful man and he was in the house of his master the Egyptian and his master saw the Lord was with him and the Lord was made was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand in bondage you getting this He is a slave to Potiphar, but everything that he put his hands to is prospering. Right in the middle of his trial. Sometimes, I'm pretty sure Joseph may not have been able to see that. Sometimes I can't see the good that's going on in the middle of my trial. So Joseph found favor in the sight and served them. Then he made him overseer of the house and all that he had been put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had been made overseer of his house and all he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptians house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Potiphar's a blessed man. Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Man, he turned it all over to Joseph. Now, Joseph was a handsome in form and in appearance. Gene said like me. Oh, Paige said it? No, he said it. Gene said like you. Thank you, thank you, darling. I appreciate you. You um... <laughs> So now, Hotifer's wife lays her eyes upon Joseph. Remember that song, Bad Bad? Remember that song, Bad, Bad, Leroy Brown? Yeah. And at the edge of the bar said a girl named Natora saying, Ooh, that girl looked nice. Remember that? You you will never get it, Lee. I'll explain it later. She got it. Yep, she got it. See, the trouble soon began right then. And she kept badgering him. Evidently, he was a hot hot tamale because she was badgering him over and over but this is where you see joseph now his formed in character from his father see also joseph is a type of christ here come on forsaken by his own humbled and then exalted right this lo- this story is a little long so y'all bear with me i'm not gonna go long tonight So we all know the story. She laid hold on him. He ran out of his clothes. She accused him of rape. What did Potiphar do? Threw him into prison. So now Joseph goes from the pit to Potiphar to prison. If it were me, I'd be going, okay, God, time out. We need a time out here, God. Something's not right. I'm being sold into slavery, thrown in for prison, and I didn't do anything. I can't tell you how many times I've felt like that. Come on, work with me. If you felt like that, what have I done? What have I done to deserve this? Sometimes God's going to take you through stuff to get you to stuff. Amen? So now, let me condense a little bit. So now he's in prison. The same thing happens. The captain of the guards, he looks at Joseph. Joseph has the glory all over him. They look at him and they put him right in the position of authority and everything that Joseph did in the prison worked. Everything was prospering. He didn't even check on him. Now I love this because now the king, which not the king, Pharaoh, he throws his chief butler in jail. Then he throws the baker in jail. Joseph comes in that morning. And he goes, hey, fellas, this is in the word. Why are y'all so sad? I'm in prison, duh. Wait a minute. Why wasn't Joseph sad? Why is he the encourager now? Why are you sad? And he said, because our master has taken offense against us. Then they had, oh man, God was working the entire time. He's working his plan the entire time. Joseph's being carried through a process the entire time. From a death, a burial, a resurrection, and boy was it a resurrection. We'll get into it in a minute. So now these two have a dream, right? Not going to get into their dreams. But Joseph, through the Spirit of God, is able to interpret this dream. He looks at the butler and says, Hey, Pharaoh's gonna restore you in three days. The baker, not so much. He's gonna chop your head off and the birds gonna eat you. Wow, wow. But then Joseph, for the first time, says what I think I would have said. Let me pull this up. But remember, he says this to the baker. But remember me when it is well with you and please show kindness to me make mention of me to pharaoh and get me out of this house for indeed i was stolen away from the land of the hebrews and i also have done nothing here that they should put me in this dungeon yet the chief baker did not remember joseph but forgot him then it came to pass at the end of the full of 2 Full years he spent in prison that Pharaoh had a dream. Then the chief baker remembers that I know a Hebrew man when you were displeased with me, and I was able he was able to interpret the dream, so now they bring Joseph in front of Pharaoh. Joseph interprets the dream. so after he had interpreted the dream, so the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servant. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this man in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, In as God has shown you all of this, there is one who is discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house and my people shall be be ruled according to your word. In the regard of the throne, only I will be greater. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took off his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and he closed him in garment of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck and he laid... And he had him ride in the second chariot, which he had, and they cried out before him, Bow the knee. So they sent him all over the land of Egypt. Now, Joseph was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. If you are 25 to 30 years old, I'd like for you to stand up right now. (laughs) In your dreams, I feel that way. If you are 25 to 30 years old, I want you to look around at yourself because Joseph went from a pit to a Potiphar's enslavement to a Pharaoh's prison to all the procure of Egypt. All power at your age. At your age. Yes you can sit down this trial this trial went from age 17 to 30 i wonder if joseph says hmm was it worth it uh huh it was worth it now joseph was 30 years old when he stood before the pharaoh the king and jo- pharaoh of egypt excuse me and joseph went out of his presence of pharaoh and went through the land of egypt Joseph not only that he gave Joseph a wife he promptly had two children now I want you to listen to this because this is really well he's you know pretty bottled up for a while there I would imagine so Joseph <laughs> Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh listen to this for God has made me forget all my toil in my father's house and the name of his second he called Ephraim. For God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. Oh, this is so good. This whole process of what he went through is so good. This Put that up for me. That is 4151. Genesis 4151. I want you to see this. Joseph called the name of his firstborn Manas- Manasseh. For God has made me forget all my toil and all my father's house. Next verse. And the name of the second he called Ephraim. For God has caused me to be fruitful in the land of my affliction. In my trial, I can choose to be bitter or better. I can be bitter or better. Now Joseph was governor over the land and was he and it was he who sold all the people of the land, and Joseph's brothers came and bowed down before him with their faces to the earth. There's the dream. I wonder. Just the way my head works. I wonder if maybe Joseph had kept his words to himself, if there would have been a different path to Egypt. Just thinking. And you know the story. Joseph spoke kind of harshly. He had a little fun at their expense, actually. He gave them all their grain, sent them back, sent them back with their money in their in their grain sack. Ask them a bunch of questions. They came back. It went back and forth and back and forth. I want to get to the point. Y'all know the story, right? Bear with me. Well, bear with me. i want to read this last bit to you. Then Joseph got to the point where he couldn't restrain himself anymore. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Does my father still live? And his brothers could not answer him for they were in dismay in his presence. And Joseph said to his brothers, come near to me. So they came near to me. I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. But now do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourself because you sold me here for God is. Sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years the famine has been in the land, and there are still five years which there is still neither plowing nor harvesting. God sent me before you to preserve posterity for you in the earth and to save your lives by great deliverance so now it was not you who sent me here but God and he has made me father to Pharaoh and lord of all his house and ruler throughout the land of Egypt wow his trial lasted years you ever had a trial last years I have you'll remember my property story that was seven years, seven years I struggled in that trial. God had to get me to a place, just like Joseph. Joseph had to be humbled. Joseph went through a humbling process, the whole entire way, and the whole entire way. wisdom was being built in Joseph wisdom maturity was being built till he come to the place of 30 years old where he could stand and he could handle everything God was about to give him. Whew. Y'all like this message? You see where it went? This is my last verse. Haggai 2, 6 through 9. For thus says the Lord of hosts, once more it is a little while, I will shake heaven and earth. Once more, it is a little while. I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with the glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place, I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. So my latter now is going to be greater than my former and if i will have the kingdom mindset that everything i'm going through there is a purpose there is a reason there is a circumstance that i must go through to get to amen Amen? come on give god some glory give him some praise tonight Praise God! I didn't take long, did I? That was quick. I love y'all. One thing before we dismiss, because I, 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 I'm telling you, I keep hearing that what God, what you can't do, God said He's going to do. I keep hearing it over and over. If this is you just slip your hand up. Wow. Okay. All right. You know that song you played? That was new, but I loved it. Go cue it up. Please. Because that's the song. We're going to end with this song, but I want one thing. When you begin, if you raise your hand tonight, when you begin to sing this song, I want you to say, God, I can't do it. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. Amen? Praise God.